Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. If you've ever done any kind of remodeling or renovation, you know that when you go into it, man, you're all fired up. You're feeling really good about it. And then a little ways in, you're like, what have I done? Our podcast producer, Kelton, is in the middle of a massive remodel project. And of course, I just invited myself to help him with it. So he's here today. We're going to be chatting all about it and giving you tips on what to do if you have a remodel coming up. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, popping on here to tell you about our latest collection drop on Stag Design. It's our art collection. These are beautiful, large-scale, very high-quality art pieces that will mix seamlessly with our current collection pillows and fabrics and wallpapers. You can check it all out on stagdesignshop.com. Hi, Kelton. Hi. I just love seeing your face here in I, person Okay, again. I love this too, because backstory for everyone, Jen and I have not like been together in person in a really long time. It's been way too long. Yeah, so this is wonderful. I mean, you're just like one of my favorite people, and I oh. just feel like it's it's been way too long. You're too nice. And of course, if you come to my house, I'm going to feed you. Uh, yeah, uh, visual for everyone <laughs> listening. I'm sitting here next to the microphone, but to my side is a piece of this lovely banana, chocolate banana bread. Oh, yeah. And a glass of milk. And it's not just chocolate banana bread. <laughs> Ms. Stag here warmed it up before she brought it to me. Well, I just figure if you're coming all the way up here, you need a little treat. And we just had two peas in their pod on the podcast, and this is her recipe. I mean, she, she can do no wrong in my It's eyes. amazing. Yeah. I... Actually, I was talking to her about this recipe during that podcast episode because I was like, oh my gosh, the chocolate banana bread is one of my favorite recipes ever. And so anytime I have bananas in my house, I am making this. Like you can just count on it. I'm making this bread because it's so good. Yeah. And we were we were talking too about how like we always love talking about baking you and I because not everyone appreciates a really good recipe, but we do. Yes. Like I'm the kind of person, okay, I... <laughs> Like for years, had this banana bread recipe that was it came from my grandma, went to my mom. But I, I'm gonna be in trouble for saying this. It just felt like something was lacking. So I went on this quest to find like <laughs> the banana bread recipe, and I tried them all: ones that had mayonnaise, ones that had buttermilk, mayonnaise. It it wasn't bad. What? Because you know that's like a secret ingredient in some people's chocolate cake: mayonnaise. Oh, I've never heard yes. of that. And it's actually really good. And I mean, if you think about it. Mayo is just eggs and oil, yeah, which are together. ingredients in most cakes anyway. Mm -hmm. But anyway, banana bread. Yes. It's, it's sac I mean, it's just that important to me. It's sacred. It, it's, it is sacred. And a lot of people have been baking banana bread during quarantine. And I have got to tell you, I've tried out now four different banana <laughs> bread recipes during isolation. Four different recipes. Yeah. This is my favorite one. But mostly because yeah. it has chocolate, right? I mean, this is this is a go-to for me as well. It's um, a superior one. Yeah. I, in just like a plain banana bread, this is so off topic. I don't know how it got here, but you whatever. Know what? You We're know what? It's all good. It's important. <laughs> I, 
the banana bread recipe I use most often has a lot of cinnamon in it. And when I first made it, I thought, this is going to be gross. There's way too much cinnamon in this. It's delicious. I love it, cinnamon yeah. in my banana bread. It's, I don't like, you know what? I don't like nuts in my mm, banana bread. Are I don't you in that do person? Nuts. No. I mean, I have had it with nuts and I don't like throw it away. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to like toss it in the <laughs> trash can. <laughs> But I don't make it with nuts myself. I chocolate like, chips, yes. Yes. I don't like I like chocolate chips in my banana bread. I don't like nuts in my banana bread or my brownies. Mm. But we digress. Yeah. We're not here to talk about banana bread. No. Or brownies. I mean, maybe we should have a secondary podcast where we just talk about food because, <laughs> because in the back the of my us, mind I have like ten other things I could say. Oh but yeah. We can get back on track. Well, I was okay, one more thing off topic. One more. <laughs> I was just talking to John today about probably my favorite thing about a consequence of being in isolation is that everyone has been baking so much more and sort of, you know, homesteading and and Mm -hmm. figuring out all these home things that that we haven't had to figure out before. And, you know, if you look during the last pandemic, like the Spanish flu, people were planting what did they call them they were gardens but they were calling them like hallelujah gardens or something along those lines because they were like saving graces right like they were saving them from starvation and not having money to like i'm gonna have to look up all the facts about this but it was so fascinating well and i mean back then like totally different time than we live in now you know what i mean like many many people you ate what you grew mm-hmm. or like what your neighbor grew and you could barter for, you know, I mean, 1918, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it, you know, is more yeah. than a century. Yeah. So much has changed. There is this uh, Facebook ad going on the TV right now. If you haven't seen it, it, I was totally sucked into it because it starts out again. We're going off topic here, but I feel like this is really <laughs> interesting know, stuff. It's all good. Okay. So it it's this voice of this grandmother. You can tell it's a grandmother. And at first you're like, is this an actress? So she's talking about, I was born in the middle of a pandemic. I saw this. Did you see yes. it? Yes. And it shows all these images of these women right now who have given birth recently mm-hmm. with masks over their faces and their spouses are standing outside the door because they can't come in. And, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, rip my heart out. And it's talking about, I was born in the middle of a pandemic, but my mom was strong. She was so strong and she was able to get through it. And, you know, we had to, we were survivors and it goes through this whole period. And then at the end of it, you realize that it's the survivor of the last pandemic and she's still alive. Yeah. And she's talking and it just puts it into perspective, it right? Does. You're like, we will get through this. We will be okay. And you know, I think that's so important for people right now, like to remember that this is hard. And for a lot of people, this is more than hard. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. But when you look at all of the human experience, mankind has done this before and worse. And so like, we just all need to hold hands, get through it, and we'll be better for it. It, yeah. You know, it's hard, but it, it'll be okay. Just bake some banana bread. Bake some banana bread. <laughs> You'll get through it. We will get through it together. Let's talk about you getting through something else, Kelton. Uh, Jen, I'm so tired. <laughs> Kelton is remodeling a house and, and not just not just a few touch-ups. No. Like I tell people about this. They're like, oh, have you moved in yet? No. <laughs> no, this nope, is... And I'm not even close to moving in. Okay, so Kelton lives alone yes he was living and he is living still in a condo mm-hmm. right which is has been great it's has been, an, been great it was a great first home for me to buy 
it's been good for me. It was fun to like, you know, decorate all the little areas and whatever. But I've, I wanted a yard. I've wanted a yard for a long time. And, and a garage. Yeah, yeah. And just like that feeling of being independent in mm-hmm. a house is totally yeah. different than living yes. in like a condo building. And you can make it your own in ways that you can't make a condo your own. Totally, totally. Yeah. So Kelton bought this house in the middle of the pandemic. Oh my gosh. Just coming like, down. Okay, like, okay, I, I walked through it for the first time like the middle of February. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like stuff was happening. I mean, I was very aware of what was happening in Wuhan, China. It hadn't really spread yet to Iran and Italy yet. But I had no idea what was going to happen. Did any of us? I mean, no. nobody knew that this was going to yeah. happen, right? So, you know, your closing happens like the week that everything hits the fan. Not even, no, not my closing. Like, I went in under contract oh, the yeah. week everything happened. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, there were times when I thought I was never actually going to buy this house. Yeah. It just dragged on and on and on. But by some miracle, by the grace of God, really, I really think it was a miracle. It happened. It happened. It closed. So this house is not... <laughs> How do you describe this house when you bought it? So, I mean... The first thing he said to me when I walked oh, yeah. through it, he's like, I'm going to walk you through it. Um, brace yourself for the smell. Yeah. <laughs> the best way I can describe this is that the first purchase I made on this home renovation journey was a product that is called Urine Destroyer. <laughs> I'll just let that sink in for a second. <laughs> We're not talking human urine, no, luckily. thankfully. Well, we don't think so anyway. No. Um, no, like, I mean, nothing scares me anymore, right? I've, yeah. I've done so many home renovations. I've seen so many bad properties. Like, I literally, nothing freaks me out. But aren't you, like, shocked how some people live? Yeah. I mean, you're just I like... I can't really even put into words. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around, like, living in a place where your dogs can just have their way with your house. And literally, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. We... <laughs> I can't so, even put into words. I know. Me and my dad. My dad is an angel. I would be sunk if my dad was not on this journey <laughs> with me right now. Because, I mean... The man has done some nasty things to get this house into <laughs> tough shape. Well, but, you, I mean, we have had to rip up all the flooring down to the subfloor and then go even it. further, mm-hmm. go even further. There were some places we had to cut out subfloor um, and other places sand it down and the smell. I mean, sanding, it's something I will never get out of my mind. Urine-soaked wood, sanding, yeah. and, and the smell of sand. I just... You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't. I and just you can't. know that hot wood smell when you're sanding? Oh. Like anyone who's ever done any yeah. woodworking knows. But there's just another layer. <laughs> and we don't have to keep going because <laughs> this is a path I really don't <laughs> want to go down. But you sealed it. Yes. So the key, and here I guess would be like my first tip if you're embarking on a home renovation journey. The internet is your friend, first of all. I read so many articles about people who've been through similar things. Before I even made an offer on the house, I was like, okay, I need to research this and know that there's going to be, you know, something on the other side, a way through. And so, I mean, the key really is you need to treat the wood with some kind of product. We went with one that is available at all the stores, Petco, you know, PetSmart. Mm -hmm. And so you have to treat the wood. Then you have to sand it down, cut out any areas that you can't really help, and then you have to seal it. And so I just went with an old school 
oil-based primer sealant because I thought, you know, it was made to seal in stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm not normally a proponent of oil-based paints because they're a pain in the butt. Oh, they're so annoying. And they smell. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, I would huff oil-based paint all day long over (laughs) the smell that had been going on. Yes. Exactly. And you know what? You did it because... And it worked. It was like night and day. When I walked in it the first time and then when I Mm -hmm. walked in it the other day, totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. So... You have big dreams for your for your fixer upper. Yes, and I mean part of it. As soon as I walked in, I the first time, first I was hit in the face with that smell. Yeah, but then I turned to the corner, and there was this vaulted ceiling that's just gorgeous. It's and really I mean, pretty. And this house is—it's not a big house. It is, for all intents and purposes, a builder grade. 90s early 2000s house you know let's give people some stats so it has three bedrooms it has three bedrooms so it has two floors three bedrooms two and a half baths so there's a master bathroom a guest bathroom up on the second floor Mm -hmm. and then on the main floor there is a powder room Mm -hmm. like or in many houses Mm -hmm. and then a kitchen dining and then a kind of multi-purpose room Mm -hmm. that it's it's larger Mm -hmm. than a lot of you know your average living room so you can definitely have kind of a couple of zones in there yes but that's kind of that's what we're working with. But in that living room area is this beautiful vaulted ceiling mm-hmm. that slopes all the way up from, you know, just an eight foot ceiling up to the second story. And so it feels grand. And that I mean, that sold me. Yeah. I was willing to look past the smell, all the work I knew that was going to have to happen because there was just something extra, something special that you mm-hmm. don't find in, you know, a split level or some other just yeah. generic rambler type house. You know, obviously there's a lot of things that you're going to have to do before you move in, right? To, yeah. to get it livable, even. There's things you have to do. But what I think you're doing this so smart is that you're not going to be able to afford to do the entire place all yeah. at once, even though it needs it, mm-hmm. right? It needs it. Yeah. But you're you're shelving a couple things for budget mm-hmm. and you're I think you're doing it so smartly so let's talk about what you're doing right now in phase one, I guess. Yeah. And then what's phase two and phase three. So, I mean, we've talked about it already. The flooring had to be replaced. Yes, in most, all of it. In most of it. All the carpet, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then there was also some laminate hardwood style flooring in the living room that I didn't know how damaged it would be, but I also wasn't a huge fan of the color or the style. So... We just said, okay, I'm getting rid of this too. And it allowed me to get rid of some tile in the entryway that I wasn't super crazy about. And so flooring was a big thing. That was like number one. Number one. Number two, I, if you listen, you know Jen's philosophy. That there needs to be, as soon as you can, a space in your house that is done. Completely finished. Completely done, can be kind of your zone. And for me, that is my master. Mm -hmm. And so my master bedroom and my master bathroom, I knew that I wanted to gut the master bathroom and just make it an oasis Mm -hmm. and then let the master bedroom be an accessory to that, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so those are the areas I'm focusing on. That meant the kitchen needed to stay roughly the way it is, including the tile flooring, which I'm not a fan of, no, it's like a the, travertine. Yeah, I mean, you know, people loved it at a time. It, you know, 
It had its moment. It had a big moment here yeah, in Utah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And then, you know, it's just a Home Depot, you know, basic cabinetry in there. And and it's fine. It's in good condition. It, you know, isn't, you know, where the doors are hanging on one hinge and the drawers are all stuck. It works. But, and the appliances were newish. Yes. The appliances actually are less than a year old. And so those are good to go. But that was kind of my thought process in deciding what I needed to do now. A, what had to be done because it just wasn't livable. Mm -hmm. And then B, where did I want to be able to relax? Where did I want to be able to go and think, oh, this is so amazing. I'm so glad I did this. Yeah. So I kind of prioritized that. Yeah. So the things that you're leaving, you're leaving the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You're leaving the kitchen floor. Yes. Um, You're leaving the other bathrooms. Yeah. Pretty much the way they are. So the powder room and then the upstairs bathroom. The powder room has this really cute pedestal sink. And yeah. even when I redo it, I'll probably keep that pedestal sink because yeah. it's it's kind of a timeless design. It looks really good. But there are some other things in that room that definitely need changed. Yeah, it's got like some weird wallpaper. Oh, that's happening. going in phase one. Oh, that's that, going yeah. in phase one. The wallpaper's not staying in phase it one. It is a uh, border if you, you know, remember those Around when the they top. were super popular mm-hmm. of outhouses. Mm-hmm. I did not notice yeah, that the first all time. All cute little kitschy outhouses. So someone had a weird <laughs> sense of humor. That is not. Yeah. No, yeah. that's And you know in, that wherever it was purchased, it had a companion shower curtain. Like it's that style. Because you know, you know that. There were like, there were all those like matchy matchy oh things. Gosh. I, I know that somewhere there's a matching shower the Farming curtain. Country Store mm-hmm. is where they purchased it. Yeah, or it, that, that catalog. I can't even remember what it's called, but my grandma used to get it. And it's just like the dumbest stuff. Oh, my gosh. But, I did yeah. not know they were outhouses. Mm-hmm. Well, that just is like that cherry on oh, top yeah. of the it's, urine sundae, isn't so it? so lovely. I mean, I'm going to pitch that for the next Stag Design Wallpaper <laughs> Collection. An outhouse Well, they're going to be like mid-century modern outhouses. Oh, well, that would be kind yeah. of cool. yeah. No, <laughs> no, wouldn't be cool. So you're keeping the bathrooms pretty much as mm-hmm. is. Also the two bedrooms. Yeah. Which they don't really need to no, anyway I mean, right those, now. Those I'm going to paint mm-hmm. so that it's, I've got the same paint throughout. And then obviously they needed new flooring too, because yeah. they also suffered from the dog extravaganza. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> those dogs. Uh, you know how you name all your... Reveals. Yes. This is Project Urine Destroyer. Urine Destroyer. Project Urine Destroyer. I'm not sure I want that on my website. No, I don't want it on your website either. Project <laughs> Project Kelton's Keeper. I Kelton's don't know. Kelton's Keeper. Kelton's I like Keeper. That. We'll, we'll no. come up with something good. What are you most excited about seeing the transformation? You know, I... I think you're this way, and I think a lot of people are who are kind of on the creative spectrum. I get a vision of something in my mind long before it ever comes to fruition. Yes, this is like, why you work for Stag Design. Like, I I can picture it before I even find the materials to make it come to life. Mm-hmm. And I just get giddy when, like, all the little pieces start arriving. Oh, yeah. Like, this circular mirror that is going in the master bathroom. I'm so excited and for it. I just get giddy. I mean, because you have this vision, then you go source the stuff, then you order it, then you actually see it. Yeah. And it's like, it's real. It's yeah. not in the space yet, but it's real. 
because it's starting to come together. And I basically like invited myself to be a part of your renovation. Oh, she did, but like, who's going to say no? You know, I'm not going to say, oh, a talented interior designer wants to, you know, throw ideas my way. You are very capable. I'm good, but thanks. You're very capable of doing it yourself. I just was super excited yeah. about helping you. Yeah. I'm so excited about helping and I mean, you. Like any good partnership, you know, we both come with ideas and it's it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. We're really excited to share, share some of the materials with you too. And we'll be documenting Kelton's uh, Keeper, if we're going to call it that, Project <laughs> Kelton's Keeper. Um, we'll be documenting it on the blog as well with some of the sourcing that we've done. I've been amazed how many great things like tiles, light fixtures we've been Mm -hmm. able to find that are so budget friendly. Yeah. Like you guys, the tile that we found for my shower Mm -hmm. and I just like stumbled upon it and I sent it to Jen. I was like, is this as good as I think it is? Yeah. I think it looks really good. But I was doubting myself because I I looked at the price point Mm -hmm. and I was like, there's something wrong with this. Like she's going to respond to me and say, well, no, because. But she was like, oh, yeah. And then it came And it looks as good in person as it did on the computer screen. It's beautiful. It's going to be so good. Also, we're putting some stag design wallpaper in your uh, bedroom. I'm so excited about. Which I'm so excited about. Yay! It's going to look so good. It's going to look so good. And we've got, you know, we've been planning some other fun things like some beams Mm -hmm. in the great room. What do you think it is about... A project of this magnitude that is so exciting and torturous at the same time. It's like a mix of emotions, right? But it's it's the transformation. Like, if you think about, I mean, even yourself as a person, like, we're always trying to transform ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, you're either trying to lose that last five pounds or you're trying to, you know, reach a goal, whatever it is. I think we're just creatures that thrive on change you know we resist change but we also kind of thrive on it Mm -hmm. like it keeps us going and for me a diy project in your house it's so symbolic of like what we just go through as people in general like i was thinking about it today my dad and i were framing in a wall in the bathroom and i was looking at like you know the minuscule like crack between one stud to another and like you cover all that up and you there are little tricks and little things you do to make things look flawless you know like caulking and putty and wood glue wood filler they're miracle workers and so i think that's what excites me so much is the transformative nature of a project like this also i think it's really special that your dad is helping you with this oh totally Totally. i mean you guys are going to have such a fun sense of mm-hmm. pride and memories made of you yeah. guys doing this project yeah. together. Don't you think? Totally. And my dad, I mean, I tell people my dad is helping me and they're like, oh, that's cool. He must be pretty handy. And he is. But my my dad's like an old school contractor. Like mm-hmm. he w- had his own construction company for a while. He was like that kid that did the work study, build houses in high school. And he... He knows what he's doing. I mean, I remember growing up, living through two separate renovations of my childhood home. And then when I was in college, he and my mom built a brand new house that he basically did himself. 
And I mean, he knows what he's doing and he's such a perfectionist. It kind of drives me nuts. We'll be in the middle of something and I'll be like, it's fine. And he'll be like, it's not right. It's not the right way. <laughs> We're doing it the right way. So he's basically John mm-hmm. in, yeah. I don't know, 40 years. He, I came in the room today to him screaming at a wall because <laughs> whoever framed it in originally, it's not square. Hmm. And I said, well, it's been not square for 25 years. That's how old this house is. So it's going to be fine. And he, no, he was so angry. He's I had to like, to get over it. I had to keep him from taking the wall down to build a new one. You're like, we are going to move yeah. on and you yeah. are not going to focus on this but anymore. You also like want someone like that in your corner because you know that it's going to be good. What fun ideas do you have for the kitchen once you're able to tackle that? And when will that be? So it'll probably be at least a year. It's going to at least be a year. I just am such a fan right now of clean and sleek. And so I really want just like a white cabinet, Mm -hmm. like a shaker style cabinet with a more modern type of hardware on them. That's my like, if I had to put together a mood board, that's it. And then we can go from there. Go from there. Oh, I have plenty of ideas. Oh, sure. Kelton has bay windows. In his yes. house. Two of them. Yes. Two. Which I know can be like a topic that people get nervous about because mm-hmm. people, some people hate them. I like them. My mom is a big fan. And so every house we've ever lived in had a bay window. So it's kind of, I, I don't know. It feels like home to me. It feels like a feature that's homey. And so it's been fun to kind of like come up with some ideas to do with those spaces. Yeah. I'm super excited about what we've come up with for both of them. Mm-hmm. Because the one in the master, we have some fun ideas for kind of how to make it a cool feature instead of something mm-hmm. that, that may feel a little bit dated. Yeah. And in the kitchen, I'm really excited for the plans that we have for that yeah. one. But that will, again, that will be a yeah. year down the road. What sage advice do you have for someone as you're in the m- middle of a renovation now for someone who's just starting? Have a plan. I mean, you have to plan. I had the advantage of my... <laughs> closing got dragged out for so long that I just had ample time to research and find product and all that kind of stuff. So as soon as I closed, I had lists of like, I need this many of this, I need this many of that. And so I could just go to town ordering once I knew the house was actually mine. I didn't want to order a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. and not actually get the house. So plan and then just put your head down and keep going. I mean, I was telling Jen before we started recording this, I am just exhausted. But I keep getting so excited at the thought of what everything could be. Yeah. That I, you just keep going. The only a, because there's no other choice. There's no B, other choice. It's It can be fun. The end result is fun. Yeah. Every time John and I have gotten ourselves in a project that we are just like so over and there's a long way to go. Yeah. We always look at each other and say the only way out is through. Yeah. It's the only way out of this is to keep Mm -hmm. going through, you know, and it's true. And then when you get to the other side, you're like, I'm never doing this again. And then like a month later, you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. let's do this again. Let's find the next project. We're so ready for it. Well, I am so excited for you. Thank you. I can't wait to see the progress next time I go over there again. And we're excited to share more of it with you. So if you have questions about Kelton's home renovation, pop us a line. Tell them our email address. 
So you can get me at the podcast email, podcast at stag-design.com. Yes, podcast at stag-design.com. You can also always drop us a line on the stag design Instagram account. And if you are liking what you're hearing, we'd love for you to give us a little rate and review here on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Kelton, say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm going to finish <laughs> eating this banana bread now. You should. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>